You're listening to RIB Connect Radio. It's time to look at accessible technology. And I'm joined now by Mohammed Atif from uh, the RIB Technology for Life team. Hi, Mohammed. Hello there, Simon. And today we're looking at computers. Now, everybody's talking about computers. If you do this in your computer, if you do that in your computer. But how do you choose a suitable computer? Well, first of all, Simon, there's three different types of computers. Okay, when people think of computers, it's just a, a tower, a, a keyboard, and a monitor and a mouse, right? But there are other types of computers as well. There is a laptop computer, a notebook computer, and a tablet computer. So you need to know what you're going to be using the computer for. So the first thing you should ask yourself when choosing a computer is what do I want to do on a computer? What do I need the computer for? Do I need it to be just stationary in one position? Do I want to take it out with me? Uh, do I want it to fit in my handbag or um, a rucksack? So all these things need to be taken into consideration when choosing a computer. For example, if you're a home user and you're going to be using a computer just at home, uh, connected to, say, a, a scanner or a printer, you can choose a something called a desktop computer, which comes in uh, a tower format or a, uh, a linear sort of uh, box format. And what that contains is probably an optical drive. It houses all the components inside the computer. Okay, and it has an external monitor, keyboard, and mouse. And you can com- connect other peripherals such as webcams, printer scanners, etc., to that. A laptop computer is like an all in one. Where with a desktop computer, you have um, uh, the different components, say the monitor, the mouse, the keyboard, all separate, and you can connect and disconnect. You couldn't do that with a notebook or a laptop, uh, which is also I mean, a smaller version of a laptop, it's called a netbook. Because they have the mouse, keyboard, and screen all built into one, ha- like, like a, a sizable uh, unit where you can carry it around, for example. So you can't detach uh, the screen or anything like that. And the, the limitation of those are that, although they are portable and you can take them anywhere you want and they're quite lightweight these days, um, you couldn't say, for example, if you wanted the bigger screen, you couldn't sort of uh, automatically... Uh, replace the screen on it, for example, you would have to connect it to a larger screen and that would then turn it into a desktop computer, for example. And the the final sort of option you have is a tablet computer. Uh, most people have heard of, say, iPads, for example. That is a, is a form of, of a tablet computer where it's uh, these days you get all touchscreen and you can connect uh, keyboards to these. So you can remove and um, add peripherals to tablet computers. Um, and mainly these work by either a data connection or a wireless connection or Bluetooth. So you can connect, say, for example, a Bluetooth mouse or a Bluetooth keyboard to a tablet computer. And tablet computers are made by Google. So they, um, you have the Android operating system, you have Apple's iOS, and, uh, and you have um, Windows. Um, and all the other computers that I mentioned as well, um, you can get an Apple computer, you can get a Chromebook, for example, which is the Google equivalent of uh, Apple's MacBook Pro and MacBook Air versions. So all the choices are available. So so really, probably a good idea would be if you've got friends who, if, you, if you're not used to using computers, it'd be good to maybe chat to some friends or even go on a forum and ask what people think about what, what's their, their best computer, whether it be a laptop or a tablet or, or a desktop. That would be quite a good idea, wouldn't it? That would be a good idea. Um, and, and to have a look at computers as well. 
say for example um you using a computer for the first time it'd be a good idea to gauge what kind of keyboards are out there and what sizes of monitors are out there and you know people that are buying a computer for the first time for example they won't know what kind of memory they need or hard drive space they need so this is all everything they need to take into consideration also if obviously you're visually impaired or um uh, severely sight impaired you might need some assistive technology such as a screen reader or magnification um, software. So you would need to take into consideration whether the computer system you are acquiring will be able to run that component. So that, that's like having a computer that talks to you or uh, having something that magnifies everything on screen. That's absolutely right. A so, screen reader, for example, is something that will tell you what's on the screen at that time or what's focused on. Um, including dialog boxes, uh, system trays, desktop icons, dialog um, such as emails, web documents, uh, internet browsers, information, all that kind of stuff will be spoken to you. Screen magnification, you can um, choose different options with screen magnification uh, specific to different applications, for example, on your computer. So you can change the cursor, you can change the mouse pointer, you can change color contrasts um, to suit your requirements. Yeah, because it depends. Some people like reverse contrast. I, I myself, I've got central vision loss, Mohammed, so I, I, I kind of still use magnification, but I'm getting to that stage where my usable reading site is really, it's becoming kind of really problematic, and I'm probably going to have to switch to, um, what you call it, a screen reader. As such. Yeah. So the thing is, if you're buying these externally, if you're adding these into your package, th these have a cost, don't they? They do, yeah. They are, they are in addition to um, uh, the computer. So you pay for the computer and you would then have to pay for the assistive technology. Although there are, there are free solutions out there as well. For example, for Windows, if you were looking for a screen reader for Windows, you could use something called NVDA non-visual desktop access, which is a, uh, a full-blown screen reader, which is more or less um, equivalent to uh, the paid uh, screen readers out there. Um, and you can still use your computer completely independently uh, through that. Also, if you were to buy an Apple computer, for example, they all already have their own assistive technology built in, which could obviously mean um, uh, speech, uh, like a screen reader, for example, uh, or magnification. And they've got other things such as you know, invert colours and grayscale and things like that. Now, you might have some questions on uh, what we've been talking about here today, or you may have a question on something completely different, but technology-based. How do we get in touch with the team, Mohammed? So you can contact the RNIB helpline, um, which is 0303 and ask to be transferred to the Technology for Life team. Or you can contact us if you already have your computer, of course. It's tfl at rnib.org.uk. That's our email address, and that'll come directly to us. Mohamed Atif, thank you very much for chatting with us. We'll catch up with you very soon. Thank you. You're listening to RNIB Connect Radio. <laughs>